0: what's going on guys cruising podcast welcome we are live on tiktok right now seeing you know all our followers on tiktok getting them in on the podcast teaching them about what's going on and we also recording the episode so welcome welcome uh what's going on guys so josh is not with me today josh is currently playing ghost of tsushima and i gotta say man we've been playing it for the past couple days and it's uh so far i'm not gonna give a we are going to do a formal review once it's out and going. But man, so far, it is impressive. It is amazing. Uh, I'm hooked. I'm hooked. I mean, I I believe last night I played from like nine, ten o'clock at night to like 6 in the morning. We've been really just putting in all the time in on it, really enjoying it. And we really want to take our time on it, play it, really fully play it and flesh it out. Uh, to give you guys our thoughts on it because it's, it's it's so far, it's been great. It's been great. And today on the podcast, just wanted to talk. Uh, what I s- noticed was trending the other day, now that I, I remembered, was the uh, release to air cut has been trending everywhere. And this thing, it's, I mean, people are really trying to push this. They're really pushing to make this happen to to get this air cut out there and you know, I'm not against it. I, I did not like Suicide Squad. Um I wasn't a fan. I know there's some fans out there, but uh I just I wasn't a fan. That being said, I am in full support of a director like a Zack Snyder, like a David Ayer, who had their own original vision for their own for their project and that vision was changed and manipulated by the studio uh in order to try to just get a different response you know lack of confidence i think it was uh i think suicide squad would be a a great example of that and also justice league look what happened with justice league right justice league wasn't wasn't a good movie and that movie was reshot and changed completely and we have a Someone joining us, welcome. Welcome to our live podcast. Welcome. Hope you enjoy this. And um, look, you know, Zack Snyder, I'm really happy for him that he's getting his Justice League, right? And that movie was completely altered by the studio. They had a new director come in. It was a huge deal. And that's coming out on HBO Max, which I think was a great move uh, from the studio's part. I mean, but these fans, man, really pushed for it. And now we're seeing David Ayer fans coming out. David Ayer himself coming out, talking about this, really pushing to get this out there in a streaming service, right? Streaming services have made things so much more possible for all directors, all creatives in the sense of now you can look at Justice League. You know, you can have a movie, you can take a risk and put it on your streaming service. It doesn't have to come out in theaters. It doesn't have to do anything like that so i think that's a great move with zach snyder and all that but with david ayer in the suicide squad i don't know how i feel about that um the movie itself there was a script leak that just came out i have it here There was a script leak that came out not too long ago and it was basically talking the joker was gonna have a bigger role in it david ayer confirms it you know he He's been very vocal about his uh, aircut. You know that's the trend that re- hashtag release the aircut. And there's uh, I'm gonna put the 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 scene the the script here on our on our YouTube video. But Joker was gonna have a big oh, way bigger part in this movie. He was going to be uh, there was gonna be a scene with him and Enchantress, 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 and there's a whole back and forth between him and uh, her and joker and, and i guess so I'm, I'm assuming the third act of this movie was right here i'm seeing page this looks like page 118 156 so that yeah this is this is deep in the movie and you know we got harley quinn in here flag joker's in it as well dead shot Enchantress telling Joker to bring her, bring her the sword. I want the sword. Dialogue looks, you know, dialogue still looks rough, you know. But again, it's, it's not what we see in the final movie, you know. And and you always want to try to support a filmmaker's original vision for something, because you know, at the end of the day, David Ayer did get a lot of criticism, and at the end of the day, that wasn't his true vision of what he wanted, and that's what I feel, that's what I'm really against. It's just, you shouldn't get criticized for what's supposed to be your movie, but the studio backed out and didn't support your original vision, and they redid the whole movie, and then what? And then you're stuck with all the criticism. At, At the end of the day, those weren't your creative decisions. I'm sure the script was his, right? There was reshoots and stuff like that, but you got to also take into consideration with suicide squad this movie was supposed to be rated R uh, George welcome thank you for watching man i appreciate it uh if you look at suicide squad David Ayer yes the script is there there was a lot of reshoots but what it's amazing what editing can do right what happened was when this movie was shot and done they shot they took out a huge chunk a huge chunk of uh, all the Joker scenes, right? All the Joker scenes were cut. Joker's maybe, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, 10, 15 minutes uh, in Suicide Squad. That to me was just, I. it was unacceptable in the sense of, it's a Joker. You And I, I'm not a fan of Jared Leto's Joker. I'm really not. But I would have liked for Jared Leto to have a full portrayal of his version of the character and see. Maybe we would have ended up liking him a little bit more. Maybe he would have had better scenes and stuff like that. David Ayer shot this movie. It was supposed to be rated R. That's what they all agreed on. Then they changed it last second. And the studio decided to hire these people from a company that are they specialize in uh, music videos to edit the movie. Now, I don't know about I don't know about you guys watching or listening, but if you are if you seen the Suicide Squad, that movie is like one long music video. It's very and I understand the style that they were trying to go for. Like they you know at that time Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Deadpool, there's a lot of different things that maybe they had inspiration from that they thought maybe could work for this movie. But it it harmed the it, it really damaged the movie. I've t- in my opinion Suicide Squad was just not not a good movie. It's, it's it's a shame. You know, I wanted to like it. I really did. You look at that. That movie got a lot of criticism. It got a lot of hate. And David Ayer gets a lot of that blame, you know. And then Suicide Squad comes around. It actually happens. Zack Snyder's going to complete his original version for Justice League. And now we are getting the same thing and it's possible it's possible if hbo max if you look at warner brothers they can easily try to re-edit this movie and push it out if there's enough people if enough people are vocal and in support for david ayers suicide squad and you know he's he's come out talking about it he says guys no this is real there's a cut there it's done it, it was edited out, you know, it was not what I had, what, what I wanted, uh, the studio interference and all that, you know, and there was a huge trend, now there's script leaks coming out, confirming this with Joker in a pivotal scene in the third act, and that's a big deal, you know, that's a big deal because what's the original version that we were supposed to get of this movie that maybe we didn't see that we didn't see it's a fact at this point there's confirmed scripts out you know hey Catherine welcome to the live chat appreciate it uh and you know that's it's just one thing you know with this podcast I always want to try to be honest and and you know I'm in full support for supporting a director's original vision you know because it's 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 hard man and I would I I would like to see David Ayer David Ayer's version of Suicide Squad out there I really would and I know he's he's been really vocal about it. I didn't agree with the fact that he was being really vocal about it right after right after uh, Justice League was announced I thought he should have waited but I guess he was just using that traction to maybe get suicide squad out there i I hope it happens i I don't see the harm in especially right now where movies are movies they're all delayed right there's not a lot there's no movie theaters there's nothing right now uh, the movie business is a little slow. But I think it would be great to see, um, just re-edit the movie, let David Ayer do his thing, and and release it on HBO Max. You know, HBO Max is a great streaming service. They're doing it with, with uh, Justice League, right? And we're getting the Snyder Cut of Justice League. It would be interesting. I I don't know if it would make the movie better, but I think it deserves a chance to let us see that for ourselves, you know, let us be the judges of that, and not just assume, and, you know, the only thing I see, that would be, confusing, is, there is already a, sequel, slash, soft reboot, of, Suicide Squad, and, what's interesting enough, is, they're getting James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, to direct this movie, and, and, Uh, but you know, it's a soft reboot, but there's certain characters coming back, then other characters being recasted. So there's a lot of back and forth here. Uh, it's very, it's a very weird situation. So that I think that's, what's going to be an issue for this air cut to come out because how are you going to release your cut of suicide squad, but then there's a, there's a soft reboot of suicide squad coming out within the next year or two. And with some of the same characters, some are not, some are uh, recasted. Essentially, it's a reboot, you know. Do you, you know, I'm all for it. I'm all for the idea of supporting and releasing David Ayer's original version of this movie, you know. Um, just as a way to... Because he did. He did get a lot of criticism um, from me, from us on the podcast, from... From a lot of people. Because we thought that was the original version of the movie. You know. And that sucks. That that sucks that you have to get that. Criticism from people. But. It was, that's not. The, the version that you intended. You know. At the end of the day. They did. The dialogue. The scenes that are shot. Are his. But. The way the movie was edited. There was a. A lot of cuts from the movie Joker and I think Joker is a pivotal part of that I think Joker was cut out almost all his scenes were cut out of the movie and that's a shame because although I have my feelings about Jared Leto's Joker I do think he needed a he deserved a fair he needed a fair chance to portray that character and I don't think he was able to do that in 10 to 15 minutes although those 10 to 15 minutes in my opinion were rough I wasn't a fan but you know what if I want to determine that based off a whole portrayal of that character. I want – give me an, a full Joker in that movie, in the whole movie, the original way that they wanted it, you know. Not just 10 minutes and everything else was cut out. This movie was supposed to be rated R. It was supposed to be a lot. It was supposed to be a lot of different things. And, you know, now with the script coming out, there's script leaks. So, you know, people are really trying to make this happen. I hope it happens. What's the What's the worst that can happen? You know, what's the worst that can happen in that situation? I hope, I hope he gets that vision out. You know, if Zack Snyder got it out, that was a huge deal, right? With Zack Snyder's uh, cut, you know, that was a huge thing. I mean, that movie was completely different. It was reshot in so many ways. The tone was different. Um. It's amazing the power of editing in a movie, right? You can have a movie, well, you can have one type of movie and you can just re, you can cut it and edit it into anything that you want. Anything that you want. A perfect example: Suicide Squad. You look at the uh, live-action Scooby-Doo movie, right? Um, for any fans out there of those two thousand two thousands uh, Scooby-Doo movies, uh, one and two, that movie was actually written by James Gunn, right? Who's doing the reboot of Suicide Squad and who is doing uh, who did the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and he's doing part three. He wrote this movie, and it was supposed to originally be a rated R scooby-doo comedy like a raunchy comedy right and they shot the movie right and i don't know if you guys remember seeing that movie when you were a kid and watching it now there's a lot of sexual tension in that movie right a lot of uh adult jokes in that movie that you wouldn't expect from a scooby-doo ip you know and i found that really interesting and little now That was actually starting to come out, right? I mean, he and there was supposed to be uh, like very sexual rated R jokes. Shaggy was going to be like a pothead and Scooby. And it was like all this like rated. It was like this whole rated R movie. And what happened with the studio was last minute the movie was shot. They re-edited the whole movie and made it into a PG-13 kids comedy. And it worked. I mean, the first movie made money and they made a sequel, right? After the sequel, they stopped. But what does that tell you? It's crazy the power that what editing can do in a movie. It's a, it's incredible because if you can change, you can get an R-rated comedy with you know sex, drugs, and all this. Th- they couldn't you know they couldn't hide all of it, right? Because you know rewatching that movie now, uh, older, you, you look at it and you're like, wait a second, yeah, I knew that was weird. Why is all this like sexual tension with characters? These, uh, characters se- uh, dressed very sexually, right? It was very weird, and. It's interesting to see how editing can just really change a whole movie. So imagine for David Ayer, he shot, he shot his movie, and all that, and the studio's kind of like, look, man, we want to change this. We, we, we want to do it like this. Let's, you know, let's try, make it PG-13. Let's do this. Let's make it more like a music video, right? We got these guys coming in. And David Ayer has no say at the end of the day. And at that point, that's the, the, the execs and the studio. You got to go along with it, right? And he he does seem very upset about it. I would be upset too. That's, you know, you had an original vision that you agreed on and had to be changed. And, you know, I hope it happens, man. HBO Max, you put on HBO Max, people get to watch it, more traction for, you know, for your streaming service, and everybody's happy, you know. Now, I do... I'm. Should this be a repeated pattern? I don't know. Because I, I do know, you know, is everyone going to want their own cut now for their movies? You know, uh, are all directors going to come out saying, I wanted this cut of this movie. I want. I don't know. Does this happen as often? I don't know that either. I think that's just a Warner Brothers not knowing what they're doing with the DCEU. And it's happened twice so far, right, with uh, Justice League and Suicide Squad. You know, it just goes to show how... They've been so back and forth on what they really want in these movies. And I think now they're starting to find their footing and they're really figuring things out, you know. And let's see, you know. Let's see. I'm I'm all for it though. You know, the air cut. Are you guys for the air cut? I, I am, man. You know, it doesn't hurt to see a creator's original vision, you know, that was changed and manipulated by the studio execs, uh. Because they thought they, you know, they're trying to find a way to see how it makes the most money, and it most of the time it usually just ends up it ends up hurting the film, you know. Gene. And the uh, leaked uh, King Kong versus Godzilla uh, images came out. I have them over here, and I gotta say, this movie looks very expensive. I mean, you got King Kong, Godzilla; they're around the same height. Uh... Because I uh, King Kong grows older since the last movie, since uh, Kong Skull Island was in like in the 70s or something. Which by the way, Kong Skull Island I thought was awesome. I thought that movie was badass. I even liked the first Godzilla. The second one uh, had cool action with Godzilla. Uh, I just didn't like the human interactions. I thought it was the human storylines for these movies. I just I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of that. But this King Kong Godzilla movie looks sick, man. I mean, they're like on this hangar this uh, aircraft hangar and there's explosions everywhere and Kong is going for like a full punch on um, on Godzilla so they they're, they're going to go at it in this movie this movie must be so expensive to do cuz at this point you're getting you you know you can imagine a King Kong solo movie and a solo Godzilla movie that in itself those are two big budget monster flicks right now you have these two monsters going at it in one movie Man, we're talking that's an expensive movie you know i want to see that that's going to be really awesome that's going to be badass Uh, i hope it is you know i hope i hope they do well and we haven't seen any trailers we haven't seen anything all we have is this image of them on this uh aircraft hangar and uh it's been delayed twice so far and Hmm. I hope, I don't think the movie is having any issues behind the scenes. I do think it needs to be polished to the best that it can be. You know, uh, we're talking heavy CG here. Heavy CG. Uh, it's King Kong and Godzilla going at it. And I don't know, Teddy, by the way, thanks for joining. Uh, you guys watching on our TikTok Live, really appreciate it. And, you know... It's interesting, man. I don't know. I I, I hope that so far they've done well. You know, I didn't like Godzilla 2 as much as other people just because I thought the story was very bland with the characters. I I love Godzilla. I thought Godzilla was great. But uh, the human elements of that movie were just really boring. I thought it was very draggy when it didn't need to be draggy. You know, Uh, should have just stuck it straight with Godzilla. That's what we want to see anyway. We want to see Godzilla. You know, that's what we're there for you know and so far i love what they're doing with this monster universe i think it's gonna be really cool um what i think it's gonna happen in this movie i think it's gonna be very similar to batman v superman if we have any uh, batman v superman fans here is i think they're gonna fight each other because essentially godzilla and king kong are the protagonists in their own movies right they're both good characters in these movies god and I think what's going to happen in the King Kong versus Godzilla is I think they're going to probably – they're going to be fighting half the movie, right? There's going to be that tension between them, and I think there's going to be a bigger evil that maybe they need to team up and destroy. You know, Batman v Superman, they had to defeat Doomsday Lex Luthor. In this case, it might be – I don't remember the name, but I think it's that three-headed dragon that we saw in the previous movie, and I think that would be awesome. That would be really cool to see. sounds really expensive. That's going to be an epic action flick. You know what I mean? It's going to be really cool. It's going to be really cool. And let's see, though. You know, um, I don't know when we'll even be able to see this movie, right? Everything's been getting delayed. Everything, there's no theaters right now. There's nothing. Everything's on hold. And, you know, if you look at right now with uh, Tenet, Christopher Nolan's movie, Tenet, it just got delayed indefinitely now, right? It's we don't know when that movie's gonna come out now, and I don't think they're gonna release it on video on demand. I really don't. That movie they were really hyping it up for IMAX and stuff like that. Ah, it sucks, you know. It sucks now. It's delayed indefinitely, and that was the last movie. That was like the last hope for movie theaters in the sense of. Really, just trying to make that stamp of like, don't worry, guys. Movie theaters are coming back in a big way. Summer blockbuster. The summer block. The summer season for movies is over. It's this year is pretty much canceled, right? And now that movie got delayed indefinitely. Uh, after that got delayed, the Conjuring Three got delayed as well. So at this point, everything is just being pushed, and I think everything is gonna have to be just be pushed till next year. So I think we're gonna see a delay. Of movies, movies are going to be set back a whole year at this point. Movies that were supposed to come out this year are going to have to come out next year. And the movies that are being shot now for next year are going to have to be re- released the following year. So, and that's a shame because I mean, we were supposed to see the Batman movie next year, right? Uh, with Robert Pattinson. I think that's going to be pushed back now. That's going to have to be pushed next year. Well, you know, we were going to see, I, I'm hoping we still get to see Avatar 2 next year. I hope so, but I don't know. I don't know. I know they're they're already working on it. They're shooting. They're editing. This guy is doing, James Cameron is doing like four or five sequels for this thing. So let's see. You know, let's see. I I have high hopes. I hope everything gets better. You know what I mean? Streaming services right now are peaking. You know, everybody's on streaming service. Everybody's on Netflix. Everybody's on, you know, look at all these movies that got so much traction because of streaming services you know and now i think the ultimate question is going to be what are we going to do with these movies that are supposed to release in theaters how long are we going to be without theaters and how long till it's even considered normal to even make that money back how do you make that money back that's that's interesting how you know yeah you can open up theaters right now let's say at 20% capacity how much money are you really going to make if you can't fill those seats in a theater? And we're talking three, $400 million movies. So what do you do there? How does that affect show times? We're talking, you know, movies that are over two hours long, two hours long maybe. And you can't fill the whole theater, which means it sells out faster. That's less tickets you're selling. That's less people that are going to be able to go throughout the day. Because there's only so many... You're going to have the same amount of show times because the, the, uh, at the end of the day, the movie is the same time. It's two hours. You only have a certain amount of time. And you're not filling the seats as much as you can. So it's they're in a tough spot right now if they want to release this on, on video on demand. or. It's a tough spot. It really is, you know. But let's see. Let's see. I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic. I think this year is pretty much canceled. I feel like everything's going to have to be pushed to next year. I, I hope that they don't resort to video on demand. I don't want to see Tenet or Wonder Woman or uh, Dune, right, or 007 at my home. I want to watch it in the theater. And I hope things get better so we can do that, you know. But, yeah, guys, I feel like I've been rambling. Uh, I've been rambling for some time. I, it, it was a good ramble. But uh just really wanted to just express that with you guys i hope you guys enjoyed it um i'm very excited josh and i are very excited to do uh we're gonna do our next episode this week we're gonna be um we want to cover the xbox showcase we're getting uh you know the first party games i mean they're gonna show halo infinite that's gonna be amazing so we are gonna cover that that thursday right after we're gonna go straight in here and talk about it because that's going to be huge i mean they're going to be talking about Halo infinite possibly fable they might be doing another fable and that's going to be awesome halo infinite i think i'm very optimistic about it i think when they show when they reveal this game i think it's going to be a huge thing i think it's i think it's going to blow our minds i really do and i really hope so because i'm a huge halo fan huge halo fan So we will be talking about that in our next episode. It's very exciting. And yeah, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. Uh, Me just, I just been rambling for like 30 minutes, but, you know, just want to keep you guys updated. And, you know, we're playing Ghost of Tsushima. We will have, that'll probably be our next review. So we are going to, we want to cover the Xbox showcase. And then after that, hopefully by then we'll be done with the game because we are taking our time we really want to digest the game and enjoy it because it's been great so far and we are going to review ghost of tsushima for you guys and uh, we're really excited about it it's been great so far so hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode if you're watching us on youtube leave a like subscribe it always helps the channel we want to keep doing this it's 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 fun man at the end of the day and if you guys are listening thank you you know if you want to Leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to or just share it with your friends, anybody that would like this podcast, and enjoy it. And, you know, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you for listening. Until the next one, goodbye.